We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yes, it is a lovely morning, isn't it? Now, more of The Morning Shift. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Bring them out, bring them out. It's the 8 o'clock hour. This hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer of your home today. And start packing. We are rolling along here on the morning shift, and that means it is time for the wake-up call. We want to hear from you. You can call us at 404-726-0929. Tell us who you think needs that wake-up call. Maybe it's me. You heard the last segment. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's Mike. Maybe I've been coming at too many people today. Or maybe I didn't because I didn't give my wife a gift and we agreed not to. I'm not going to let anybody pressure me anymore, though. You know what? I've been bullied around on this show as far as people being like, you got to get your wife a gift. And every time I do, she goes, I didn't want a gift. And I'm like, you know what? This is the year. Valentine's is is a made-up holiday. Let me tell you something. I don't want to hear about I don't want to hear anything from you about being bullied, Mm -hmm. all right? Because today you've been that big, mean, schoolyard bully, not only to myself, but to Tiffany as well. Yeah. And I love you forever. (laughs) Botado. I'm playing, I'm playing both sides yeah. of the fence here. Thanks, Botato. Thanks, Botato. Uh, y'all got to yeah. make up in your minds what I am because Tiffany's been saying how sensitive I am, and you're saying I'm a bully. So I got to figure out. No, no, no. Somewhere. She didn't say you were sensitive. She, she said is, you were a weakling, did. which I, is. I did not say you're which, a weak. Which, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Can I get to the line? We all know that every. we. But, Tiffany, I got your back here. Just hold on. Just give me a second. All right, it's, hurry coming, up. it's coming full hurry circle. Up. He's going to write you a card. We all know that deep down inside, bullies are weak human beings because whenever you stand up to a bully and punch him right in the face, Mm. They always are crying to the, to someone else because they ain't got it, okay. and that's what you are. You're a All big right. bully, big weakling. I'm gonna go to the lines now. Let's start. Let's <laughs> let's get Lonnie in here in Jacksonville. This is Jacksonville, Georgia. What's I up, just Lonnie? Something new. What's up, Lonnie? <laughs> hey, what up, Tilf? What up? I'm with Tilf tribe. Yes, oh, a rarity. Yes, woo. Hey, I got a wake-up call for Mike and Squid Billy. Y'all need to wake up and get up off Tilt's back. Yes. All right, Lonnie, thank Uh, you. He must be a post-breakfast brusher as well. Yeah. Stop it. You know, if you had to smell the breath in here, I mean, Ah. come on. (laughs) You guys are trapped. I thought the windows were foggy because of the weather, but it turns out. (laughs) 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 We're going to Sandy Springs. Good morning, Dean. Taking my call. What's up, uh, just a wake up call for all the listeners out there. You don't have to be a member of the tribe or the nation or, or the mafia. Like Taylor Swift has her Swifties, you got to be a shifty and That's enjoy it. the whole show. I'll bring something. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much. Hey, checks in the mail, buddy. Uh, we love the shifties, man. I don't, I don't. You don't have to be a member of the mafia. It's just uh, listen, a little added love if you are. Well, That's without all. the shifties, there is no tribe or mafia or nation. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so we, Dean's we, right. We appreciate it. We appreciate that, Dean. All right, we got Frank and McDonough. Good morning, Frank. Hey, how's everybody doing? What's up, buddy? Hey, shout outs to Miss Tiffany. Um, shout outs to Magic Mike. <laughs> And a good shout out to the meat man, uh, making ladies feel fall in love on Valentine's Day. <laughs> That's right. Hey, make your heart melt. Yeah, making them fall in love at first bite. There you go. 
Nate, my oh. man. Hey, um, I got a wake up call to these um high school athletes. I mean, I mean, it, it, it's a shame that coaches today really try to call themselves coaches, but nobody's developing players. Everybody's trying to build these all star teams, and, and and it's really sad. I guess they're trying to keep up these prep schools. So, I mean, when I look at these high schools, I guess these high school rankings around the nation, I mean, it makes no sense that um, all, a lot of these teams are just manufactured and a lot of players aren't getting the opportunity to play. You could be at your high school looking forward to um, playing your junior, senior year, only find out your coach done brought in like six or seven transfers from another school, and now you're pretty much just stuck. So, I mean, it's, it's just a shame of what, what's going on that, I mean, Y'all received in the college sports, the transport part, and now high school has done did the same thing. I, I mean, homegrown talent is just falling by the wayside. Yeah, I listen. I, I've been I've been that guy before, man. I used to coach high school ball, and I got to tell you, there's a lot of truth in what he's saying right now. Um, and and, and I've brought up the fact before, and a lot of people might not like this hearing this, or especially around the city of Atlanta. There needs to be multiple classifications in high school sports of county schools versus private schools versus city schools, and like. A lot of these high school programs have different values and goals than than some of the other high school schools they're playing, and it's it, there's a lot of uh, uncertainty around that high school the high school game at, in all sports. And so I, I agree with a lot of what he was actually just saying right there. So that's a that's a sweet spot for me. Appreciate the call, Frank. Back to the lines. Good morning, Big Mo in Rockdale. Big Mo. Good morning, good morning. I'm a 33.3 percenter. <laughs> <laughs> big Mike. It. He's a shifty. Big, big Mike. Most bullies are sensitive. <laughs> so my point one percent goes to Big Bo this morning. That's Have a great right. Wow. Yes. Chalk one up for the nation, baby. <laughs> no, that's for Botato. That's it's Botato. Botato. Sure. <laughs> you're the you're, you're nicknamed your pet name. That's what that's what Thank I you, was Botato. called. We so. appreciate you, Big Mo. All right, good I do sign the cards that way, by the way. To John and Lagrange. <laughs> hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, happy Valentine's Day. I got one for everybody. Going to spread the love. First of all, uh, as a member of the mafia, Mike, you yes, just sir. keep doing what you do, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You don't you don't worry about anybody else. You just keep your eyes straight and just keep walking that walk. That's what I'll do, sir. <laughs> Squid, yes, I'm going to save you again. I'm going to save you again. I'm going to spare you, Mike. Don't get on Don't get on, on Bo. He's a little chihuahua up on the porch, barking, 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 but he doesn't want the smoke. And Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany, I, I have a question for you, okay. Tiffany. All right. Wonderful lady, beautiful lady. But I'm not a big Marvel guy. But if you were a super, like, superpower Marvel superpower or whatever, and you had like yak breath. What kind of superpower? How would you use your your <laughs> roll out of bed yak breath to defeat evil? <laughs> you know what's funny well, is yeah, let me, you, let me you, answer you the do, question. Yeah, go ahead. I would uh, use it to shut Bo up, <laughs> or to would, keep um, old men from. Coming up to me in the grocery store. If you're below the age of a, sir, if you're within my age bracket, you know, call uh, me. But if you're not, you know, hey, <laughs> keep moving. You mean when they walk up and go hello and you go hey, hey young lady, that's what I would do. I'd be like, hey, get away from me. What'd you do? Like, oh my god. Would you just lean in and oh. go? Oh. 
You know, it's always when you look for the most superhero thing. So maybe you can give like a public speaking at like the at the villain conference. You know what I mean? Well, the cool thing is, is her her villain name would be Stankonia. Yeah. So it would be perfect. Boo. Get out of here. Womp, womp. Oh, it's always when you look like trash. When I try to look the worst I can possibly look and run into the store, that's when someone. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Someone's like, "Hey, hey, man." Oh my God! Hey, nobody will see me. I'm just gonna go in here like, and grab no. some uh, oh, so you, some spinach wraps. <laughs> so uh, you must encounter these girl next door vibe people that are like, "Is this what you look like? Just walk in like that's a what you mean, girl next door." Well, you don't look all like you're all dressed up. You just look regular. I can walk in the store like this, and that's when yeah, that's when it happens. You're like, "What?" Or maybe Why? maybe they're like, "Oh, look, I got a chance with her. She don't probably, she don't she don't probably, dress very nice. Like she doesn't care about herself. She's a desperate <laughs> housewife. Look at her. So she doesn't care about herself." <laughs> He's got low self-esteem. <laughs> It'll be easy. <laughs> I'm about to rescue this one. <laughs> we, we call that low-hanging fruit. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh snap. You run into a lot of catfish, don't oh, you? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm about to rescue this one. It's going to do a glow up. <laughs> All right, let's. Let's go to let's go to Sean. We're going to Sean in my row. Good morning, Sean. Sean, what's up, buddy? How y'all doing this morning? Good, man. I'm just going to change the subject on y'all a little bit, talk about the Hawks for a little bit. Bring it uh, on. Right ahead. Trey Young, do we think he holds the ball, has the ball in his hands too much? Do we think we need to get some of our other guys, something like that? Oh, man. Uh, Sean, I, I, it, there, I don't think there's a perfect blueprint, and that's what's frustrating for me. I don't – like, sometimes you'll see Trey go for, like, 19, and you're like – and the Hawks will win by, by 20. You know, and, and everybody's playing well off the bench, and Bogey's knocking down shots, and Sadiq's not cold, and – you actually have, you know, a healthy, the healthy twosome at the five spot. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know what the blueprint is. Sometimes it looks incredible when Trey's holding the ball a ton and scoring forty, and other times it looks incredible when he's got fifteen. Well, and, and it just, it just depends on it. Seems like what everybody else around him's doing. He needs the ball in his hands. He's most effective on the ball. He's not an off the ball player. We saw that when in those playoff series of Miami where they, they took the ball out of his hands and he, he didn't. He was very ineffective and. A lot of that's on on him. That some of that's on him, but some of that's just who he is as a player. That said, I, I I'm not going to sit here and call him a selfish player because you can't no. you can't average 10, 11, 12 assists a night, uh, and 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 just being selfish. It's not how the league is built. I, I There's think a lot. Doesn't of, Quinn Snyder need to figure that out sooner than later, though? What what does the perfect stat line look like for these guys? And I guess it just depends on who's who's hot shooting. I don't know. Well, one one where the defensive rating is higher than what it is. I'll tell you it's that. The fair point. Fair point. Pitchers and catchers report today. Let's get to the latest on the Braves. We've got our insider and host of From the Diamond, Grant McCauley, joining us here in our next segment. That's coming up on the Morning Shift on Sports Radio, ninety two nine The Game. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Talking all things Atlanta sports and beyond. This is the morning shift. Make some noise on Sports Radio Find the Game.
back here on the morning shift and we're going straight to the wadeford.com hotline. That is where we find our very own Braves reporter and insider and host of From the Diamond, Grant McCauley, joining us. Pitchers and catchers report today. You are down in Florida, Grant. How's it going so far? I know you're just getting started. It's going pretty well. I have also reported and I'm on my way to Cool Today Park and we'll kind of see uh, you know, just I guess the general mood and excitement is always the same on the first day of spring training. Everyone's hopeful and excited to see each other, and I'm looking forward to getting right back to work. It seems like the winter never ends until it does. Grant, what's that first day like down there? I know it was always it was always interesting to see uh, when I reported training camp, like who was there and who showed up first and who looked like they were in good shape. Is, is that kind of what you guys have your eyes on as uh, these guys start trickling in throughout the day? Yeah, I mean, there's that old baseball joke about best shape of his life who's been working out over the course of the offseason. But the answer to that now, honestly, is everybody. Everybody's working out. Everybody's got their regimen. This is no longer the old, okay, well, I'm going to get myself in shape over the next six weeks. I mean, guys come to camp ready to really start refining things and go through their routine to be ready for opening day. So there's a little bit of that. But, you know, honestly, when you've got a club like the Braves that has done what it's done the last few years, I think there's just that anticipation of, okay, well, this is another opportunity this year. Can we realize that goal? It all starts today. So I think there's that kind of buzz and that kind of excitement that comes with it. As that was invited down was um, Hurston Waldrop, the Braves pick out of Florida. He made waves when he came uh, when he got drafted in early in the minors last year. What do you expect out of him? I know he was. What do you expect? He's a legitimate chance to to maybe challenge for uh, a role in this team, maybe that fifth starter or or what. Well, in 2024, I had two opportunities out there for a first-round draft pick like Waldrop, who has what the Braves believe was a just a, a major league-ready pitch, out pitch in his splitter, and also a good fastball. And as a starter in college, you know, it pitched at every level of the minors very quickly last year. So I don't know that he's necessarily ready to break camp, you know, coming right out of spring training, and the Braves do have if everyone's healthy. I think the five guys that they would like to start the year with would be Max Reed, Spencer Strider, Charlie Morton, Chris Sale, and Bryce Elder would be my guess. But we saw last year, the Braves went through about a dozen starting pitchers. So this is a guy they have their eyes on, and this is his first big league camp. So the chance to make a big first impression and to just begin the work and be ready when the Braves need him, that could happen at any time this year because we saw Max Reed got hurt after his first start last year. So Stranger things have happened than Hurston Walls are getting battle-tested in the big leagues very quickly this year. Visiting with 92.9's Braves insider Grant McCauley. Grant, uh, obviously that fifth spot in the rotation, a lot of people will have their eyes on that throughout uh, spring training. I want to talk about that fourth outfielder spot. and It seems more settled now than it has in years past with the addition of Jared Kelnick in left field. But as far as that next guy off the bench, you know, there's a couple of left-handed bats that people will be looking out for. What do you expect out of that position this year? Yeah, and that's kind of where we're at when you talk about the Braves roster construction was, you know, who's going to be the fourth outfielder for this team because that's how set they are pretty much in all nine spots when you really start to dig through this, um, you know, this depth chart. So you've got Forrest Wall, who was on the big league squad last year a little bit. They brought back Jordan Luplo and Eli White. So it kind of, for me at least, feels like Groundhog Day because these were guys we were talking about in spring training last year. Can any of them make the club? And perhaps they can. They brought in Lurie Garcia who was with the White Sox for a number of years, a switch hitter. Those are kind of the names right now. But one thing I would say, and I've talked about this a lot over the course of the winter because there's not a lot of intrigue when it comes to the 26-man roster when you're set as the Braves are. Some clubs are going to have to make some decisions to cut down their roster heading towards opening day. So maybe that fourth outfielder isn't on the roster yet 
we'll see what other teams, you know, what their decisions do might affect what the Braves find available as we head towards opening day. Hey, Grant, we know Ron Washington's gone, but there have been a lot of new additions to this coaching staff there. Um, how are these guys going to adjust here in spring training? Yeah, that's going to definitely be something to, to kind of keep an eye on because that does change just the general day-to-day dynamics in that Wash was such a, I felt like, just a, a big personality and, and somebody who added so much to the Braves in the work ethic and it's in baseball acumen and knowledge from his career that spans, what, five decades now. So it's going to be different, but I think that the guys that they've brought along and, and the coaching staff changes that they've made, I mean, these are – are guys that are going to really, I think, fit into what the Braves have really assembled when it comes to the the winning culture that they have that does start off the field. So I know it's going to be different, but different doesn't necessarily have to be bad. We just kind of have to figure out what it's going to be like, and that's going to be interesting to watch because it's going to be very strange to look around and not see Ron Washington working harder than just about anybody from day one of spring training. Grant, I want to steer away from the Braves and kind of do an overview of the league. Right now, there's a there's there's quite a handful, hand, I can't even speak handful of guys that are still free agents that have decent names. Like I don't know, Blake Snell, Mike Clevenger, you know, Jordan Montgomery is still out there. Cody Bellinger. Are, do you think there's any way that the Braves maybe get one of those pitchers once they break camp, or do you think those guys are going to be gobbled up pretty soon? I know the Yankees are are linked to Snell. Yeah, I don't really know, to be honest with you, you know, what the holdup is this year for some of the top free agents because you know, the names that you mentioned, I mean, we're talking about, you know, some of the top, what, 10 to 12, maybe 15 at worst free agents. And there's clubs out there that are going to would love to have. A guy like Jordan Montgomery that showed you what he did last year throughout the postseason. Like Snell won another Cy Young Award. You know, these are guys that their representation and when Scott Boris is involved, he's going to try to identify that club and make them feel like you cannot accomplish anything you want to without my client. And that, I think, is probably the biggest part of this holdup with those. But I, I don't necessarily expect the Braves to jump in, you know, with the, the money and the years that some of these guys are out there holding out for, basically. And I think that they will get it. It's just not going at the timetable that a lot of people were expecting. Well, and to that point, real quick, just quick follow-up, will any of these guys get to the point where they're like, hey, you know what? I'll just do another one year. I'll just do a one year deal and then get through the season. Or do you think those guys are going to completely hold out? I mean, I know you don't know, no, but your thought on it? No, I, I think that they'll wait, and I think that anybody that does hold out, especially guys who had the compensation pick attached to them, are going to wait until after the draft so that that will go away, like the way that Dallas Keuchel and Craig Kimbrell did several years ago. That I think is a real possibility for it. And then I believe it was Michael Conforto who sat out an entire year and just waited to reset his market. Now, he might have been injured in the midst of all of that, too, at some point, but you know, the, the strategy can change. But if you believe in yourself, I don't see any reason why you should forego trying to get that five- or six-year deal in order just to sign a quick one-year deal just to get back on the field. I think those days of you know, players doing that, you know, especially the higher-profile guys, probably not as likely as it might have been in years past or, or generations past, I should say. Well, well, Grant, one of the ways guys like that can kind of generate some leverage is through the, the possibility of some spring training injuries to some pitchers. And, yep. look, I, I don't know yep. how you feel about it, but I'm going to be holding my breath for the next six weeks or whatever it is building up to opening day. You have Chris Sale and his obvious uh, history. Max Fried hits the DL three times last year. Um, obviously, Charlie Morton is, you know, he's 40 years old. And so I'm curious, uh, you know, how patient or how careful – do you think the organization will be with some of these guys as we move towards opening day? Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I think that they've kind of leaned towards, you know, we're going to let each individual kind of dictate how we, you know, treat them. They're not big on innings limits over the course of the regular season, but the way that you ramp guys up, obviously, there's a lot of care that's going to be taken there, and they're, you know, getting to know Chris Sale, and he's already been down here in Northport because he's a Florida guy who lives in or is from Naples who's been at the facility for weeks now and believes he's had his first normal offseason since, I think, what, 20. 18 going into 19, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been a minute for healthy Chris Sale over the course of the winter. So I know he's excited about that. But there's no doubt they're going to be careful with him. Max Fried, I kind of look at his injuries as a bit of an outlier because he had been so healthy and so dependable prior. And I, I think you just kind of have to trust that the guys' conditioning and work they've done in the offseason will have them ready to go when the bell rings. But as I talked about earlier with Hurston Walsrup or whoever it may be, the injuries can happen, and it can be a variety of, of reasons, and, and uh, it can have a variety of implications on anybody's best laid plan, and the Braves, as Brian Snitker likes to say, are not immune to that. Grant, what's your favorite spot to go to while you're in Northport? You got like a little little restaurant or a little sports bar or something you hit when you're down there? No, the sad thing about this is I used to live in Northport for four years. <laughs> I worked in the Rays organization over at their spring training park, and when I came down here for the first time last year, most of my favorite spots have closed. So unless you're interested in chain restaurants and fast food spots, my favorite place to go down here is Cool Today Park, and I'm going to be spending an awful lot of time there. <laughs> Grant, I, I, listen, we got to cover this topic too, man. It's your first Valentine's Day to, as a married man. Uh, how is the wife, how's the new wife dealing with the fact that you're, uh, that you're down at spring training on Valentine's Day, man? Yeah, unfortunately, this is one of those things about baseball that uh, never seems to work out quite the same way. It didn't matter for so many years. And now the first year that I really would like to be at home on Valentine's Day, it's it's back to work with baseball. But we're going to make our plans around my absence and, and make this up, if you will. So we're kind of looking at it as like maybe just a, a brief rain out, and we'll reschedule. We'll have something good going on when I get back. A brief rain out. You're a good man, Grant. Hey, uh, when does From the Diamond pick back up? I'll be picking up this month when I get back from spring training with four one-hour specials leading up to the first full from the diamond, which will be on 92.9 The Game on Sundays from 5 to 7 this year. That will come your way March the 31st. And I would just say the old check your local listings. I'll be posting the days and times for the one-hour spring training specials over the next four weeks. Nice. We appreciate the insight, Grant. Have fun down there. Thanks, everyone. That was our very own Braves reporter and insider and host of From the Diamond, Grant McCauley, joining us. You can follow him at Grant McCauley on X. When we come back, we've got a life of squid that awaits us. Actually, we have a steak tips, but it's still brought to you by the same people that bring you the life of squid, which is the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, Bigger, Better, Bolder. Get over to WSauce.com and find a retailer near you. Steak tips is next. No one cares about life of squid anyway. more of the morning shift with Tiffany, Mike, and Bo on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We're back here on the morning shift this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to MarkSpain.com to get a guaranteed offer and you're home today and start packing. Speaking of uh, Boston and State coming in here and just a minute doing State Tips, you guys seen that the Red Sox are going to start doing the, the Hard Knock style docuseries on Netflix? came out, I think, the end of last week that they're going to do a, a Boston Red Sox insider series. Because you know that's a good thing. We don't know enough about that organization or, that, or what's going on. We need, more, we need more Boston Red Sox information in our lives. 
Maybe they'll do one about the Yankees, too. That's another franchise that's not covered very often nationally. There's just a lot of – and this is starting to become a huge thing. Like, but if right, they're the, the first one, series. you might want to make a yeah, – I just – I don't think there's been any baseball ones, though. Ha- I, not there, that I know of. I don't think there have either, but could we pick a more obscure team? I mean, do uh, – Why would you want to have the first one out the gate be well, a team that first not off, a lot of people – want to talk about hear about well the red sox aren't very good right now so i you know i don't want to hear more about they, they're i don't want to hear more I'm about saying them. the brand itself it would be kind of like getting a, a packers one as opposed to i'm not going to name a team but like a jaguars one I'll panthers name it. carolina <laughs> i'll name them sorry a, you, are you mad it's not the braves uh yes he's no, salty. i'm not yes, mad about is. the braves it's just of for the next six months 75 to 85 percent of all baseball coverage will be about three teams: Dodgers, Yankees, Red Sox. It's that way every year. Good point. I can't argue that. So, can we get someone else out there? Maybe. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying they, I want to see the They didn't talk about the Red Sox last year. Red Sox were horrible last year. How many? How Nobody many times, talked about how many times were the Red Sox on national TV last year? Well, anytime they play the Yankees. I mean, they're they're a huge monster national brand, but they're not when they're bad like they are now. The reason they did that is because the Red Sox were begging. To be the team in that deal, Braves don't want to be that team. Yeah, I don't I'm think okay. most, I don't most teams do. No, they I don't, don't think want most that. teams do. I'm okay without it being the Braves. Maybe give a young team like the Mariners that are young and they they can make the playoffs. Think about trying to build an audience and then say, "Do we want the Red Sox or we want the Mariners?" Yeah, right. Well, please <laughs> just stop it. Please hey. just go watch the dunk. <laughs> go watch the Dunkin' commercial and you'll understand. My hey, well, go you know watch what? the commercial. Guess who owns Dunkin' Atlanta? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> The godfather of Atlanta Sports Radio has now stepped in the building. I come to me and you say, give me justice, but you don't ask for respect. You don't offer friendship. You don't even think to call me godfather. It's Wednesday on the morning show. It's Wednesday. Wednesday. And Wednesdays are reserved for steak tips. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Happy Valentine's Day to hey. the morning shift. Hey. <laughs> How's everybody Happy doing? Valentine's I don't know Day. if you heard Squid's notes his wife this morning, Steak, but uh, yeah. he did it, it was phenomenal. Wrote her a card. I've been abused this morning. Very, very was, heartfelt. Uh, did you guys get uh, your female counterpart of Valentine or anything? Did you do anything did sweet? Uh, it's, it's, it's some chocolates or something? She doesn't even brush her teeth for us. Why are we going to give her a gift? <laughs> Oh, wait, me? Oh. You are the female <laughs> counterpart. I wasn't even thinking. Hey, you know, that's a very slippery slope. I don't think you give Valentines of any kind of female. No, I don't think, yeah. To female co workers. If I didn't give my wife one, you're not doing that. If I didn't give my wife one, I don't think that would work out. No, no. a woman, listen, a woman ne- is never going to give like a guy in the office. But I mean, back at maybe years ago, Sure. Women may get Valentine's 20 years ago. Sure. Yeah. Really? From co-workers, maybe. Not now. It's kind of like, like the ones creepy, you like, see at school. Co-workers. Everybody kind of gives them away school. Now, school, that's different. Yeah. But if I'm coming into an office place and a dude's giving me a Valentine's uh, Day gift. Maybe, like, the boss would give all the women, like, Valentine's what? or something, right? Is this Mad Men? Is this Mad Men? That's definitely a slippery slope. Come see me in my office. <laughs> what is I have happening? something for you. <laughs> Close the door. Close oh the door. I've got something. With a note that says, you brighten my day every day. All oh, right, so I I'll tell them where to put that I'm, note. I'm, I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> there, there are two types of guys in the world: guys like me who like rom coms and go to Broadway shows and admit it, you know, readily, and grew up, you know, kind of exposed to a lot of different stuff. And dudes are like, dude, I never want any part of that stuff, right? So I'm, I, I was looking at rom com movies that may work for the wifey. So I put a list together of. The top rom-coms for dudes, right? 
You've got your sappy yeah. guy and Mike right here, yeah. and you've got your dude that wants nothing to do with it and Bo. This right. is your. So you would have no problem sitting down and watching just about any rom com, right? I, I I gotta be honest. This is a weakness for me. Yeah. I, rom com, like I can that think of like surprise. three. Is it just a comedy I where have, there's also a relationship? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got I got a list. So you want no part of it? You want stuff blowing up? Yeah, you want sci-fi? Or right? really funny? Or really funny? Now, they, uh, is um, couples retreat a, a rom-com? Mm, not really. Okay, good. Then, so, then like, let me ask you. This is not on my list, but like Hugh Grant, Notting Hill, no. Four Weddings and a Funeral. I no love thanks. Notting you can't Hill. do it. Ryan Gosling, uh, when he was with Steve Carell, what was that movie? Oh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, yeah. that was a really good didn't movie. Didn't watch it though. I can already Crazy tell you. Stupid Love. Not yeah. gonna work. No. All right. Oh, man. Um, what about, I'm thinking of, uh, so I, I got five that I want to throw out and say, okay. I think dudes may be okay with it. Let's start with, let me see what my order was here. I don't know. Let's play this cut. So growing up, this was John Cusack and Say Anything. Probably you guys are a little young. You know this film or not? Look at Rusty Rusty's over there. Rusty's losing it over there. John Cusack was in the short thing. He was in Say Anything. This is him with the boombox outside her uh, room. Wow, yeah, I'm right? about, yeah. about as lost as last Over year's Easter. Yeah, that's, that's a big. That's a that's an iconic scene that's though in rom com history. They, they've they've uh, they've used that in shows and movies. Yes. Since. Yeah. So Jeez. that's the moment when Dad hates him, and he's uh, basically kind of, Dad says he's a loser, and he shows up outside a room with her. So say anything, John Q said. That's my era and Rusty's era. Okay. Here's number four. <laughs> <laughs> right? Now, this is a funny one, though. So, this Wedding Singer. Adam Sandler. Wedding Singer, Adam Sandler. Yeah. So, he counts? Yeah. Yeah, that's right? Kind of and then Drew Barrymore. They have two 51st dates, yeah. right? Yeah. And Wedding Singer. Yeah. So, he, he's the guy that can pull it off, no? Yeah, but like every Adam Sandler movie is like this, though. Okay, like but every wrong, single one of them has like a, a loving dating undertone. She's crying at the end of this it, right? Good, what, Billy Madison, he falls in love with, with the. I know, the, but the wedding singer's Billy not Madison. Billy Madison. Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore, not rom coms. I'm with Steak on this one. All right, here's number three. Here's number three. I'm sorry. I was in here yesterday. You wouldn't wait on me? Oh. You work on commission, right? Uh, yes. Big mistake. Big. Huge. I have to go shopping now. Julia Roberts, pretty woman. Richard Gere. Richard Gere's smoking hot, right? As a dude. Oh, always my favorite. So you got a hooker, you got some hot outfits. <laughs> I mean, listen, it is Good what Lord. it is. You hooker makes good, fall in love, right? Um <laughs> And the plot. I mean, nothing says romantic like getting a hooker. I listen, say, what? But listen, uh, is that not for dudes? Have you not sat through Pretty yeah. Woman and been fine? No, yeah. Pretty That's Woman. Pretty Woman, you're right. It's a movie that you can watch. Right. I'm absolutely with you on that one. Yeah, and and it's Julia Roberts, especially the outfit she wears before when she gets denied the first time when she's in the full like you know work in the streets. She's got the blonde mm. wig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her, exactly. Right. That's number three, right? That's number three rom com. How did you know that? It takes someone to the airport. It's clearly the beginning of a relationship. That's why I have never taken anyone to the airport at the beginning of a relationship. Why? Because eventually things move on and you don't take someone to the airport. And I never wanted anyone to say to me, how come you never take me to the airport anymore? <laughs> it's amazing. You look like a normal person, but actually you are the angel of death. So 
pretty much considered, I, I went through like 20 lists, the number one rom-com in history, Billy Crystal, When Harry Met Sally. Sally yes. He's at his comedic peak there. He's got about 20 rants throughout that movie, right? And then the final scene with Meg Ryan where he, you know, confesses his love and he says, I, you know, when you realize that that's your life begins today, you want to spend the rest of your life with her. So Harry Met Sally, right? Yes. I've so, never seen it. You can, I knew Mike's face. You dude, what's tell going on over it. there? Is this, I, mean, I don't know. I can't, I mean, I can't I, these help These are him. iconic. These are not obscure. This is when Harry met Sally in Pretty Woman. Can I like, I'm not coming him? here with a, with, a, with a foreign film from, like, you know, Germany. This is not new. This is any movie category. I'll, I'll drop a movie reference. Never seen it. All right. God. All right. Here's the number one all-time dude rom-com. Number one, if you're, you you want your guy to sit through something, you're going to love it also. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It is an up-at-dawn, pride-swallowing siege that I will never fully tell you about, okay? Just, God, help me. Help me, Rod. Help me help you. Help me help you. Jerry Maguire, Tom Cruise... Um, Renee Zellweger. Renee Zellweger. End of the movie. He walks in. She's having her little female group there. He confesses her love. Right? You complete me. If a dude's going to sit... Don't tell me you've never seen Jerry Maguire. I've seen it. I've seen it. I'm there. He I've has seen no it. emotion. I mean... For I've someone seen who's it. so sensitive, so you have for a, absolutely no for emotion. For a dude, right Jerry Maguire right at the top of the list. It's football. It's agents. It's a lot of beautiful people. And it's Tom Cruise at his best. So yeah, that's my number one rom-com for a dude is Jerry solid. Maguire. That's a good yeah. one. You're absolutely right. I love Jerry Maguire. It's, it's good. And it, but it's the love story is wrapped in of it all is. the yeah, guy stuff. So you can but deal with it. But he has that scene where all the women will start crying when he comes in. And he finally you confesses her love. Me. Yeah, you complete me. You had me at a low. Both those lines, same scene. You complete me. You had me at a low. Anyway, that's my rom-com. Sorry, Mike. Go, let me give you a pamphlet. Go uh, watch the movie. Yes. Although, <laughs> I will say that the ex in that movie is hotter than Renee Zellweger. So, he, you know, the redhead was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Breaks up with her earlier. She breaks up with him. He's yeah. not an age anymore. Anyway, uh, nice to see you guys. Rusty's in the house. we got a ton to get to. So, that's is, all. Is it a love edition of Rusty Rocks today? Yes, it is. Oh, I can't oh, wait. Yes, it is. All right. I can't wait. Appointment listening. <laughs> all right, that's it for us here on the morning shift. Steakhouse is next on Sports Radio, 19 on the game. Stay cool, Atlanta. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.